Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the UW Film Club podcast, where each week we invite a member of the club onto the show to talk about a movie of their choosing. Whether that movie be good, bad, top of your oven, or anything in between, it's all on the table. I am one of your hosts, Greg Arrieta, and joining me as always is Cynthia. Hello, everyone. And returning this week is our uh, two-time? Two-time. Yeah, two-time. Isaac. How's it going? Uh, I'm doing well. Excited to be here again. Yep, and we got some uh, top three relevant news, you know. Uh, Sometimes we talk a lot about superhero films on this podcast. If if you're like me, you've been uploading them like, Jesus Christ, we have so many superhero (laughs) films. And it's not going to break trend today, uh, because I'm going for them clicks. We are doing uh, (laughs) Avengers Infinity War. You could say it's a top three relevant film. We are doing this as a paired episode. We're doing an episode for Infinity War and then Endgame. Yeah. Bet your ass I'm going to be a corporate shill here. <laughs> and I get that. Those clicks. Get you know. the clicks. Stay culturally relevant with the world. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't, Mr. Stark, I'm not feeling so good. Yeah. It's like the hottest meme for like a month after Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. So you got you to gotta get a part of the memes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What do you, how do you guys weeks been? It's pretty good. Pretty good. Busy. It's been, yeah, really busy. It's fucking hell. I know. This is like the one week where like I haven't seen that many movies, which is kind of nice. But like at the same time, I'm shit. This is like a week where I went like masochistically to two screenings. Oh my god! Where I was like, well, I saw The Curse of La Llorona. It was dog shit. It's not great. (laughs) Uh, And then I saw Team Spirit, which is all right. I wanted to see that, but I had work, which was kind of annoying. But. Uh, it ended up, because I went to these screenings, I'm like, I'm not, like, super passionate about mm-hmm. seeing these films, but they're free, yeah. and I can, like, talk about them, so I, like, went to them when I really shouldn't have <laughs> to see any of them. Have I, but I did see Long Day's Journey into the oh, Night. I want to see that movie. I so feel bad. really bad for people who don't see that movie in like in a like theater, theater with yeah. like the three D experience. I feel really bad because it's not going to be the same. Yeah, if you haven't heard about this movie, it essentially like turns into three D halfway through. Yeah, the title card appears seventy minutes, seventy yeah. something minutes into the film, and then after that it goes into like a fifty minute one take uh-huh. as in three D. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's like. Significant. It's like thematically important, mm-hmm. and it's like significant. It's not just like a gimmick. It's really. If you want to get into Chinese films, I highly recommend. That'd probably be an easy one to yeah. dive into. When you're listening to this, it's gone from Sif. So yeah, it's sorry. gone from pretty much everywhere. Yeah, don't go. Don't go see La Llorona though. <laughs> Teen Spirit. It's okay. Yeah. It works better as a music video. Didn't Max Minghella? He's the dude from Social Network. Yeah, yeah. He's like in. He's working with the Winklevi. Yeah. He's, like, so mm. irrelevant. I think he's the one that gets the sandwiches. Yeah. I can't remember, I think. He's also in Handmaid's Tale. So, anything else you guys want to talk about this week? Yeah, you know, I'm working on Marvel Movie Marathon before Endgame comes out. Yeah, we have our super fan on, right? Yeah, <laughs> super fan here. I watched four last night, so... Uh, did you guys ever hear about that David Ehrlich? David Ehrlich is, like, a writer for anyone. Yeah, his writing's pretty... <laughs> Some of the people on film Twitter don't like him, which is like fine. I guess yeah. I think he's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, but he last year when Infinity War came out, he's like, I fucking hate all these movies. So he went on Twitter. He's like, if you guys every thousand dollars I'll raise, I'll go see a new Infinity War, or a new entry into the MCU. So uh-huh. basically, what ended up being like every thousand dollars, he'd add one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it was during like it was like. Some place in New York was playing all 22 in a row. 21, 20. Mm-hmm. No, it was 
20 at that point because they didn't have Captain Marvel. All of them in a row, and he was sit through, and he was tweeting, live tweeting it. And he was like, <laughs> if you don't share this link, I'm going to stop after uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And, like, at least he did it for a good everyone cause. Was re- everyone was like retweeting it, and they are like trying to get it to like, raise money. Yeah. So it was a good cause. Um, but it was funny <laughs> reading his tweets. I would do that. I would some, raise some money to watch all those 20 in a row. I always wanted to go to one of those marathons, but... I don't, I'm so that hard. seems like brain What's money just for like... 21 movies, right? What is the ticket price? $100? What is it? Yeah. I think they charge like $50. $50 is like the threshold. I don't think... Yeah. Even over that, it's like I might as well just buy the fucking yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, for those like... 20 like the 20 film marathons whatever mm-hmm. like n- no matter if it is a marvel film or not i could not sit there and watch 20 films in a row no matter how good they are like my brain would just go numb yeah i probably Completely. take a nap during a few yeah <laughs> take a nap during thor all the thors thor, except yeah. for ragnarok yeah so i can't find a price online it's asking me to put in like dates and like location and like they're Oof. only available in like New York and LA. That's the only yeah. place they would do them. I think Seattle does one, right? Dude, who's crazy enough in Seattle? When that? they did it for Infinity War, it was only LA and New York. Uh, I think it's more widespread for Endgame. Okay. Uh, it's over like thirty hours of sitting at theater, so that's no thanks. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, I think you know. That's a nice segue into Infinity War, directed by the Russo brothers, Anthony and Joe, who had made their transition from TV. Mm-hmm. They had done Captain America Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and they did Civil War, and then when Joss Whedon said, peace out, yeah. <laughs> Marvel was like, here, give, give it to like the ones that are like most the most well-liked recent MCU uh-huh. movies yeah. at that mm-hmm. time, which were, I think everyone was like really enamored with. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier and, and like Civil War. How can you fuck up Civil War though? Well, Civil War is like Avengers two point five. Yeah, and it's exactly. like not even a Captain America movie. It's yeah, whatever. But let's go with initial reactions, because uh, Isaac's our super fan, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna respect that he likes yeah. it. <laughs> I'm a little biased. Yes, um, and we are too. <laughs> yeah, you're you're middle of the road. I saw your letterbox. Yeah. you're like three and a half. Yeah. I liked it less this time. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it I that did. much for the first time. I kind of was the same as you where I kind of liked it less. But my re- initial reaction and then when I rewatched it is still like, it's just impressive that they're able to give every person their time of like space or like be able to like at least give some, every single character a somewhat small or bigger arc and yeah. not mess it up. So that's like my biggest. There's a point for that I would say like, yeah. it's, it's more based on like, duos mm-hmm. and that's how I would describe I'm gonna get to that theme later yeah. on before we get like to the point is I remember seeing this movie with like Jamie and we went on like a whim of mm-hmm. just like oh after film club you wanna go see Infinity War <laughs> this is cause film club they all we do it on Thursdays yeah and like Infinity War comes out on a Thursday know, Thursday night, night. Mm-hmm. So like oh let's go to the 11pm showing of Infinity War we went and I shit you not the person next to us was having like the greatest theatrical experience I've seen anyone have. I wish <laughs> I could have a theatrical experience just like this guy because mm-hmm. he was having the time of his, his time of his <laughs> life. And Jamie and I were just like, "Good for him." Good for him. I'm glad this person is enjoying it this much. Which is like a point of topic I wanted to get yeah, to. Yeah, I definitely like, want to talk about which that. Which is like everyone loves these movies, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, they are perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But for me, when I was watching this a second time, mm-hmm. the jokes, none of the, the momentum, mm-hmm. the atmosphere of the theater. Is like lost on you. I'm yeah. just sitting there watching mm-hmm. it on my computer screen. Mm-hmm. 
at like 10 p.m. at night. And what when I when I was first watching, I'm like, oh wait, this is actually because I remember ex very explicitly saying the beginning, the beginning like first 10 minutes are pretty good, mm -hmm. where they're like introducing Thanos, mm -hmm. and then they're like, this is some serious shit. Like we are now in like some a point where like the Avengers are now meeting someone who's like significantly <laughs> like overpowering them. To the point where like it is you can't like because mm -hmm. you see like Hulk and Thor both get their asses handed yeah. to them and then it, like deflates immediately like as yeah. soon as they get into New York and they start cracking like Ben and Jerry yeah. jokes or like the Squidward joke mm -hmm. the infamous Squidward joke yeah <laughs> it's just like you lose all this sense of like serious tone mm -hmm. like when like when like Mark Ruffalo Bruce Banner is sent through he's like oh Thor mm -hmm. is coming or not Thor oh um, Thanos is Thanos coming. is coming, coming and you're like everyone is like you know, grab your like. That was like come, a good Cold arms, cold arms. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is like better than I remember. And yeah. then like, oh wait, no, there, no. there it goes. Yeah. It goes back to these good jokes. <laughs> jokes is another point we'll get to later. That's that's my reaction. Liked it less this time. Yeah, I'm like I've been on all these other podcasts mm -hmm. with Superfield. I'm gonna say the same damn thing. My like, broken record. It's just the jokes. It's a lack of tension. Lack of stakes. Yeah. That's that's my bit. How about you, Isaac? Uh, I definitely understand where you're coming from with the like the whole theater experience the first time you're watching it. I definitely think the first time is always the best. Mm -hmm. um, That's like a lot of movies though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You watch it for the first time and then like you the second time you're watching for like the scenes and mm -hmm. you're like, oh, it's not as effective the second yeah. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think what was really exciting is that you see all these characters with their solo movies, their own development, and then you finally get to see them. The whole universe is interacting in their own unique ways with their own duos and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the most exciting parts for me. And then just know that all these little storylines are contributing to this one big saga. Mm -hmm. So for, for me, in this film, I felt like they were... When I reviewed this film on the website, I mm -hmm. said it was a glass half full because it's literally half a movie yeah. or half of this story they're trying to tell because you're getting Endgame mm -hmm. a year later. And the story just doesn't feel, well, it's not finished and you can't like, it's like, yeah. my thing is like, we got the promise of uh -huh. you know, this next part, but I need to see it in yeah. that six hour cut. Mm -hmm. um, when you're saying them together, do you like, even then they're still a little bit separated. I'm waiting mm -hmm. for that money shot. That, yeah, where that, everyone that, it almost happened that, like probably that probably that you would say like a forty million dollar shooting day yeah. for like when you consider like everyone's wages or like salaries mm -hmm. when they're on set and you you know in the first Avengers movie that roundabout shot yeah. of yeah. together we that, that shot was yeah, literally that quite there everyone, everyone. like all everyone. nineteen or twenty <laughs> or forty of them I don't know how many literally there. everyone yeah. It we need almost that happened yes. in the Wakanda scene. That was like mm -hmm. the most amount of them coming together. But we didn't get like everyone. Because then you still have like everyone like, over at like what's the Titan? Titan. Titan. Yeah. You have half of them over thing. there. You have like Hawkeye who's like oddly He's not. Where's Hawkeye? Meme. Another <laughs> meme. Another meme. Where the fuck is Hawkeye? <laughs> and then like like Nick Fury's not in it until the very yeah. end. But now he's gone because. Ant-Man's not there. <laughs> and you have to wonder, like, what is the scheduling and the production hurdles? Yeah, for it's sure. It's probably a fucking nightmare. Yeah, because mm -hmm. they're all, like, top bill stars in any other movie. And, like, you just gotta imagine it's probably very difficult to, to like, the script writing process. Mm -hmm. They probably wanted something like yeah. that. But it was probably just, like, logistically not possible. Yeah. But then for Endgame, they're probably, like, mandating it. Like, no, you will be here on, like, April. Yeah. April 1st. To we be, are getting like, this money shot. To get for, like, a week of time. 
we're paying you like five million dollar bonus mm-hmm. to be here and just you're on reserve you cannot work for anything yeah I'd imagine that if they don't have that money shot and yeah. I'm gonna be pissed. So that's what we're waiting eleven years yeah. for this money shot. <laughs> so let's get that's our reactions we yeah. yeah. We got a wide spectrum of views. So let's start with themes. We talked about Do you wanna talk about the plot or no? Yeah, let's, <laughs> if you guys haven't if you're one of the people living under the rock who have not seen <laughs> Infinity War. Oh god, where do we begin? It's like so a, it's it like a twenty movie after story. After Thor Ragnarok, ba- yeah. Your <laughs> basic like... starting point is Thor Ragnarok. They're on Asgard's been blown to pieces, yeah. and they're they're going. They've just attacked the the refugee ship for the Asgardians. Yeah, he kills all the Asgardians except for Thor and like the Hulk and Loki. Uh, he kicks all their asses, mm-hmm. and then he comes to Earth, collecting all the Infinity Stones, and it's up to Earth's mightiest defenders <laughs> to like. Stop him. Yeah. Everyone's got their own little issues, not issues, but like their own little arcs. Mm-hmm. It's taking place after Civil War. It's like there's so many movies, so it's like yeah. you have to contextualize it with like everything. With their Civil War aspects mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, now Tony Stark, Stark and, and Steve, Cap- Rogers. Steve Rogers are now separated and they have to like reunite. Mm-hmm. It's post Black Panther, so, so you have like Wakanda, Wakanda opening exists. up to the world now, and now it's like a setting, yeah. which is great. Did you know it's shot in Atlanta? That field yeah. is somewhere in Atlanta. Awesome. Um, that's a random factoid. Um, Thor's off getting a new hammer. Yeah, oh, yeah Thor's eyes he, missing, and they uh, retcon yeah. that, and they give him an yeah. eye. He also got a haircut. Yeah, <laughs> so much better. Which also, if you think Thor's gonna die in this movie after they just rebooted him to create six yeah. you're out of your mind. No way. He's not dying. There's no way. I heard there's talks of a Thor four. Yeah, because yeah. Tessa Thompson yeah. this week yeah. like slightly let loose that. Uh, Taika Waititi was like, let's do another one. Do another one. And I was like, is she serious or is she not? Yeah. It's kind of serious. Why can't everyone just be like, have you seen Chadwick Boseman's like reaction to everything? He's like, I'm dead. I can't say anything. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Yeah. Thor's not dead. Yeah. I think on the chopping block is most likely Steve Rogers. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Do they, like Tony Stark is, or not Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. is cashing checks. Yeah. Every one of these movies doesn't do anything else besides these he shows and up for like 10 he minutes. He infamously says he doesn't want to do like small production budgets anymore. <laughs> He's like all in on this. So like, is Sony just going to like replace him with Shuri? Because like in the comics, uh, it has that new, they relaunched Iron Heart. Is that what, that's what she's called? Uh, the girl version of Iron Man, yeah. yeah. Iron Heart. Is Shuri yeah. going to take over? Because she's like super smart and like involved with technology. And like everyone loves her. Is she going to take over and Maybe. like do that Iron Heart story? I don't know. Or Iron Man is just going to like play retire. like his Spider-Man homecoming role where he's like in it for like Mentor. 10 minutes and then gets the fuck out and gets his check. Who knows? Let's go into themes. I think okay. part of what ties it in is like these these duos that come mm-hmm. up. What it's trying, it's like there's so many characters on how do you kind of orchestrate all these characters yeah. working together and yep. they end up just it, what I've noticed the second time viewing is they do a lot of pairing mm-hmm. to like build those interactions Yeah, and there's not a lot of like there's these constant threads going through mm-hmm. the movie and it's always between these two characters so it's mm-hmm. Vision and Scarlet Witch Yeah, it's Thanos and Gamora it's Thor and Rocket it is Iron Man and Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange. I was gonna say Spider-Man, but or you could say Spider-Man. it's like a, you say it's like it's a trio. Like, that's a trio. And then like you could say it's Chris Pratt's character, Star Lord, with with, um, with like Mantis and Mantis like, and Dave Bautista. They like do like these groupings. <laughs> yeah. And like they do it's like a Venn diagram. Some yeah. cross over, some don't. Essentially uh, none none of them are ever by themselves. 
None of them are ever by themselves, and then there's some that are just like mutually exclusive from each other. Yeah. Like Doctor Strange and like. Um, Steve Rogers are not. Yeah, they never cross. Crossing. But you see a lot of these focal like dynamics, and that's mm-hmm. where they try to get a lot of the but, emotional distance. Yeah. I don't think it works, or it works for some duos, and it really is grating for some other duos. Like, for me, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, like that was the most grating duo because they were just both two smart Alec characters coming together trying to hit those jokes and you're just like oh my god just shut one of you shut up how dramatic was the one where he was like I saw 14 million six hundred and five only yeah, I was, one I was like oh my god cringe at least he should have said like there are like seven yeah like, <laughs> or he should five. have said like oh, a lot more he should have said like I think I'm, I'm a writer must be yeah. a writer I think he would have said it would have been cool as if uh, he said, like, I saw, like, 50 million, mm-hmm. there are, like, seven, and it gets to the point where he has to make a choice and say, yeah. which, rea- which, which path, path do which, I want them which to Which path are we going to take out? Because it's obviously the one where he's like, I had no other choice. It's, yeah. He's giving them up, so they, the one path they take is them coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is another thing we'll get to later. I keep uh-huh. saying this, because there's so many side points I want to <laughs> talk about. <laughs> so these duos mm-hmm. are, like, carrying a most, most most of, of like, the emotional weight. Yeah, and it's fine. I didn't, that's not my problem with this movie, mm-hmm. but that's how it breaks down. They try to like break yeah. it down to smaller, more consumable I thought relations. them doing that, it was kind of made it kind of tonally inconsistent because you have like the Guardians of the Galaxy vibe where it's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. fun times, good times, 80s, 90s, or whatever music. That 80s, is, vibes. 80s vibes. And then you have like Peter Parker making like... Oh, we're using our fake names? Oh, I'm yeah. Spider-Man. That was yeah. a pretty good line. That was a good line. <laughs> and then you have something like a super serious tone of like Steve Rogers. Like you're just cutting back and forth. And it was mm-hmm. just like yeah. whiplash almost. That's my thing with this movie. I guess we won't. We'll bring up jokes. Okay. I don't want to abandon these characters. Uh-huh. Uh, the jokes are like my biggest issue with every movie. And you see them just all mm-hmm. over the place. And I just, there's so many cutaway one liners. Especially yeah. at the end. Especially at the end. Yeah. Where they're just saying, They're here's fighting, my quip. Here's and then my they quip. make a quip. Yeah. Here's my quip. Or joke here. Or joke here. And it deflates it so quickly. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned it earlier, where they have this great momentum, this super serious tone. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I just can't buy that, like, this universe is dying because everyone <laughs> is not acting like this universe is going to... That, that's my take. And this happens in all of you. This isn't just a mutually exclusive model. Mm-hmm. You see it now more so into these DC DC, like, most Sh- blockbusters. Shazam is like... Martha, well, those ones were, like, super serious, but you see them a lot with Aquaman recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aquaman is way too many. <laughs> You guys, you guys see Aquaman? Yeah. No. Remember the the bar scene with the, the selfies? Oh, yeah. I was, Fish man. I was dying. In there. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe they put that in there. I was dying. Oh, my God. But, like, you see, like, Zack Snyder was, like, the super serious one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they... But that the, was, like, not effective, which is, like, annoying. I think the, the big point people bring up is, like, whether or not Superman can be serious. Uh-huh. And, like, there's debate about whether or not that's... I think the problem with the movie is, like, the narratives just don't work. Mm-hmm. They're just so bad. Mm-hmm. They're, just, like, they're just comic booky. Mm-hmm. It's like Lex Luthor dug out uh, Michael Shannon's body. I forget his name. General <laughs> Zod. Zod. Dug out General Zod, threw him in a, a, a bat of water inside mm-hmm. his Krypton ship, cut some blood, and then threw some magic... Movies that he just got doomed today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
just like it's the the plot of that movie is super comic booky, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it works like well cinematically. Yeah. yeah. So that's a different debate. Yeah. Back the, to the things King like the jokes are like in all these movies, and it's like a consistent tone that they maintain yeah. with the MCU, and they can't break it. Right. If you throw like something yeah. as serious as Batman v Superman and Superman, yeah. they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's not what I, it's not MCU movie. Uh-huh. So I think you're at like this. But you can't change it. They can't, yeah. It, like, makes the money for them. What do you think, Isaac? Yeah, I agree. If it went, like, in the same direction as DC, it definitely wouldn't appeal to nearly as many people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the humor definitely does throw a wrench in the serious tone of the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when, with Star-Lord, like... He can't really take it seriously, and he ruins it for everyone, you know? And yeah. then here's also another point. It's like, how do you change the character, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, those characters are within their own movies. That or tone like, that's, works. Yeah, that, yeah, like, especially yeah. with Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is, like, not so much one, because I rewatched one, and I'm like, oh, this is super funny. Like, but two is pretty good. I like mm-hmm. it a lot. That character is so emphatically just, like, a comical character. Yeah. And, like, do you throw him in with someone like Doctor Strange, Strange who or... understands the severity of the situation and mm-hmm. not have... Like, a betrayal of that kind of character personality. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you have all these conditional things, and, like, whether... I think you have to give credit to these Russo's to some degree, but at the same time, it's, like, not going to change the outcome of the product. For me. For Mm -hmm. me, that is. Yeah. I can't speak for everyone. But, like, Thor just got retconned to be, like, a super comical character now. Mm -hmm. I kind of liked it. Well, it's better than what it was. Oh, yeah. Like, to take... You literally had to improve Thor, because he was becoming, like, a Hulk character where they're, like, like... we don't no know what to do with you. We can't and yeah. give you a movie, but we can give you side movies. Yeah. Thor's been fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Ragnarok, but people... Here's I the, liked it. I have to, I You can it. not like it, but you can't, like, try to change the narrative around it. You can't yeah. say, like, I'm not going to go around, like, trying to, like, convince people to not like these movies. Mm-hmm. I, I, sometimes I do. The way I, <laughs> the way I talk about the movies often sounds like it does. So yeah. I understand if you, if you think that, that. But, you know, I'm not going to, like, go up to someone's head. Mm-hmm. Like, passing out flyers saying, I see you movies bad. <laughs> conditioning about it. Like, I'm not going to go on Twitter rants or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I write a review that says this is bad, but... But, like, how much... That's, like, the extent of which you can go. Yeah, it's just, like... There's nothing, like, wrong with people. I try to straddle that line where I'm like, these are not good movies, but this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, like, also don't get pissed at me yeah. for, like, saying I don't like these. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a... So it's, like, a thing. And then stakes... Jokes there's and stakes are like... There's no stakes. Sorry. Especially in this yeah. one. Yeah. But like, people like to say it's like the suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it requires some buy-in, right? Yeah. And I feel like I've been... The buy-in is so high at this point because you've had 21 other movies where the mm-hmm. stakes don't matter. Mm-hmm. So the buy-in is also very high. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're like a fan, yeah. you're buying in. The guy next to me in the theater bought <laughs> in. You yeah. had a great time. I think the stakes might be higher for Endgame just because everyone knows that everyone's contract is up, so you don't Well, then know. they don't know what's coming after the slate. You have reasonable yeah. assumptions. Like, yeah. You know, Black Panther's sure as hell He's not going to die. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like Captain America, something might happen. Yeah, Captain you America know? or Tony Stark, man on the chopping block. Yeah, so that is like the only suspenseful thing. But like, especially with like the people who are fading away and everyone's like, oh my God, are they going to come back? It's like, Spider-Man has a sequel coming out. Black Panther for sure is getting a fucking sequel. Doctor like, Strange. Doctor Strange is getting a sequel. Those people all faded away, and you're expecting us to buy into the fact that what they is might... What Doctor Strange? Sorry. Finish thought. Finish like, 
are why are you like asking us to buy in to them actually permanently disappearing if you have literally said okay we're making these new films those films can't happen without tom holland or benedict cumberbatch it's just not a thing that's my biggest issue it's doctor strange getting a sequel i was thinking yeah, about this the movie came yeah. out like in 2014 15 it came out a while ago. I'm like, why haven't they like heard anything? I think they that they're in talks for a new sequel. Yeah, I feel like it's almost 100 percent gonna be a sequel. And they haven't announced it yet for obvious reasons. They yeah. don't want to be like blatantly Spoiler. obvious. Yeah. Like Kevin Feige is. Um, we're not announcing our slate until yeah. like a year after. Yeah. Because they kind of fucked up the announcing of the slate before Infinity War. And that's when they announced slates, slates yeah. were like the biggest thing. They would go up on like D23 or CinemaCon uh-huh. and be like, here's, here's the next five years, yeah. and they'd be like, everyone be like. Look at that movie. They have yeah. the logo or whatever. They should have just, like... Thing. I think now they have so much... They have so much clout that... Oh, yeah. They can literally just drop anything in now. They don't need to say a slate. And I think they should follow that plan mm-hmm. so they don't fuck up everyone's expectation. For me and you, like, these films have no stakes. We're not expecting much because we know what's going to be coming out. It's like the contractual thing, but also the way they treat death. Mm-hmm. It's like the way in, like, The Last Jedi where, like... Carrie Fisher gets blown out of an airlock yeah. and blown out of, like the whole command and then she bridge. Floats. <laughs> and it's like the way they treat death in that movie is little yeah. wonky. Like Loki has come back to life like five different times. Oh, you yeah. think people die and they always come back. So our expectations like of the Red Skull. Them. Like wh- yeah, what was that? What oh, he's yeah, dead now, but now he's guarding the Soul Stone. Like my ass. Maybe I'm just like maybe, I'm just maybe we're like so maybe we're just like old people. Like, How about you, Isaac? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, let's get in your opinion. Um, let's see. I definitely feel like there is some irregularities in the movie. Red Skull, though, like that theory was that he was alive has been around for a long time because we know the Tesseract was the space stone, and people were like, oh, he just like teleported somewhere. Um, is that what the power does? I had to look up a, the space stone, I had like, to look up a wiki last night. I'm like, because <laughs> he was he was acquiring these colored stones. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, what is this going to do? And you kind of like kind of assume things like the yeah. reality the one. Stone lets him fuck up but reality. The purple one where it was like the fire. I was like, is this is this a fire stone? No, it's just the power stone. Power stone. <laughs> yeah, space stone. You can teleport anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. Um, time. That's obvious. Reality obvious. Soul stone. I still don't fully understand what it can do Isn't in the, the movies. It wasn't really used. that Gamora's in it, so she's yeah, not dead. Yeah. I like she's the theory that the that. snap is that he created two universes where all snapped characters are there now and they saw the opposite characters get snapped. It sounds like you're... Are you a Redditor? Like, <laughs> a little bit. Okay, like... That's not like a... a, a Endgame, like I've read that. like a lot of theories. Actually, the white suits... I don't know if anyone has seen the trailer, you know... But the white suits was a Reddit um, theory, and that actually turned out to be true. I what was are surprised the white suits? about that. The white suits. The white oh, suits in the, the trailer. Quantum, yeah, the quantum, quantum yeah. suits. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think that was real, but it turned out it was. But yeah, I guess I am a Reddit. <laughs> Nothing person. wrong with that. I just try to stay away from any like, articles and trailers in general. I'm just like, well, yeah. I'm gonna go see the movie anyway, so I'm just. I'm I take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, like they can. Like, with those trailers, like, they're digitally removing things left and right. Nothing's oh, yeah. Real. Remember the first Infinity War trailer where they chose Steve Rogers holding the hand of Thanos and uh-huh. holding it up? It only has two Infinity Stones. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then the they took out poster. Spider-Man's, um, his, uh, 
uh, suit arms, the legs that come out of a suit. Mm-hmm. They totally they took those out. They mm-hmm. totally extracted Captain Marvel from every Endgame trailer before her movie came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Hulk's gone. He's in the trailers. Yeah. But, like, for stakes for you, Isaac, do you, like, buy into it? Not entirely. Well, I read the comics, so I already kind of know what's going to happen. Stakes, I mean, I don't really buy into it either, but I definitely, like, just see, like, seeing the portrayal of the comics. I mean, I definitely know all those characters are coming back. That's another thing, though. We don't have, have you a read the comics? No. I haven't either. I've only read the Black Panther ones and rewatching Black Panther in the comic books. I get it now, like mm-hmm. why people might like it because it's cool seeing all those things go on screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen the comics. So that's that's another, like that's the thing. Like people like these characters, so it's mm-hmm. like I clearly don't have a connection to Thor. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, people like what they like. It's not I'm not gonna like try to change their palette. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean like I'm gonna change my opinion and think these movies yeah. aren't good. But. Yeah, I think I like I know the overall what the story is kind of gonna look like, but I just like seeing those interactions. And you know, it's even more interesting. They don't always stick to the comics. Like Infinity War is, the details are vastly different. I mean, the overall result is still the same, but they didn't follow it very closely. Mm-hmm. Thanos by Josh Brolin <laughs> is pretty good performance. Yeah, I think it, mm-hmm. it's the best villain in this MCU universe. Mind that I had not seen a good chunk of them, but <laughs> mm-hmm. like, especially with these later ones, like Black Panther, uh, or Black Panther's a good villain. Scratch that. is good. Yeah. Um, like, uh, Spider-Man's villain's okay as well. But like, the a general lot trend is like, and the general consensus yeah. is that they're all pretty, like, they're so weak. I am mean, yeah. and I am sad. Yeah. Like, um, Mark Strong's character in Shazam is just, <laughs> I am mean, and I am sad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, there's like more emotional stake. Do you guys know how they were? Did they did they have him on like stilts or something? Because he's like way taller. And, like, <laughs> CGI mocap shoot. How they do that? I don't know. Have you seen the for mocap? Have you seen the Bradley Cooper? Yeah, like, it's, him it's, voicing the it's Sean. <laughs> it's Sean. It's James Gunn's brother, Sean Gunn. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like this. You think he's like slightly smaller, so he works <laughs> as like. A stand-in for the the raccoon. Mm-hmm. But have you seen him like voicing it? Oh yeah, he gets really into it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of voice actors. Have you seen the uh, the Hugh Jackman for Wolverine? Oh, that one Logan is so one? funny oh. as well. <clears throat> I wonder if Josh Brolin gets super into it. Well, it's weird because I feel like Josh Brolin. I know he would take such a role. I know, me neither. But then he goes take But then he goes and takes the Deadpool role too. So I'm like, <laughs> maybe I don't know Josh Brolin. Or maybe he just needs some money. Um, he doesn't need money. Yeah. I mean, look at what he's been in. Besides those two recent ones. No Country for Old Men. That's what, like, like, everyone knows. Yeah, about more, so you, yeah. like, associate that with him. But that's been a while. Yeah. Like, he's in Sicario. So, like... Oh, yeah. I totally forgot he's in Sicario. Hail Caesar. Oh, my God. Uh, Inherent Vice. Yeah. You just, um, you know, just kind of yeah. struck me differently when he took on the role. I think he's good in it. I think he's good, yeah. Eco-terrorist. Eco-terrorist, yeah. Did I make that joke in this podcast? I'm no, sure. not yet. No. I didn't? It's not yet. Oh, but wait, didn't I say at the beginning with the... Oh, listeners at home, this is probably going up on Earth Day, <laughs> and I was planning on making a joke about how <laughs> Thanos is an eco-terrorist. He totally is an eco-terrorist, though. So. Yeah, he's trying to save the re- Earth resources. So the Avengers are like... Environmentalists. Resources. Yeah, why didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Use the power Stone and just make more resources. Exactly. Good point. Good. Point. Let's talk about watching this in terms of context, right? Okay. 
it was after for me after Civil War where I was like you cannot watch any of these movies anymore without seeing the other ones mm-hmm. you have to watch the prior ones otherwise you just, you just won't get it yeah mm-hmm. and like these movies specifically work in the context of like a larger franchise mm-hmm. so how do you the question is do you, you can no for me is like you can no longer evaluate these films mm-hmm. under a singular film premise like if you just watch one and like I have no idea why yeah. why Tony Stark has this cell phone that he can't he's reluctant to call mm-hmm. and only has one number on. Like you have to watch Civil War to understand what the hell that is. Mm-hmm. So like my thing is like do you you guys you guys can't for me it's like you can't watch this singular films anymore. And you can't for me it's like it's also hard. It's like how do I review it? Like, mm-hmm. I can't review it as like a singular thing. Singular thing anymore. Mm-hmm. What I said in my review for Infinity War like this is glass half full. Mm-hmm. It's not done yet. Yeah. So, what are your guys' takes on that? I totally agree. Like, I think when I watched Infinity War, I hadn't seen a lot of the things before. I think I saw Black Panther, Spider... I saw, like, the big ones a couple, like, before it, but, like, there's, like, Civil War and all that stuff. Like, it's stuff that I never really watched extensively, and I just, like, read synopsises, and I was like, okay, I think I'm good to watch Infinity War, and... I think in general, like, it's better to watch the film. Obviously, you can get a lot of stuff from synopsises and be okay. I was relatively okay watching Infinity War with just synopsises, but there's a lot of, like, tiny inside tiny details that, like, you just will not get if you're not watching the films prior. Yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of change in the characters between the movie. Like, Thor's practically unrecognizable in yeah. Infinity War. So if you're not if you didn't watch Ragnarok, you compared not, to like the first Thor, right? Yeah, yeah. or even the traditional Thor, yeah. I would say. If you didn't watch, wait, the like f- you think it's different than Thor Ragnarok? No, no, oh, okay. like just okay, like okay. what most people would envision Thor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is like the long hair with the, the hat, hair. Goldilocks. Yeah, like if you didn't you watch edgy and cool, <laughs> I yeah. like it. If you didn't watch Ragnarok, you did not get the first ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You didn't understand like. Yeah, why like, they're why killing Asgardians. Yeah. yeah, he has committed genocide on all the Asgardians. Yeah, exactly. They're now gone. Uh-huh. Wait, did he kill them? Cause so like, wait, did he cut them in half or not? Like, not literally cut them in half. He like, did the fifty-fifty thing. Did he do yeah. the fifty-fifty thing to them, or he just killed them all? I think he killed them all, right? I thought he killed half of them. I think he killed half of them because like characters like Valkyrie are supposed to be coming back. Oh yeah, Tessa Thompson's coming. Oh, was back. she in the? Was she supposed to be in the ship? Yeah, she's, she's yeah. supposed to be on the ship. She's yeah, we don't okay. see her. <laughs> she's probably Korg busy. To come back. Who? Korg, rock oh, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guy. Um, what was the conversation? Oh yeah, contacts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Civil War is super important, I think, because you're yeah. definitely not going to recognize Captain America. And like, you watch Black Panther because you know what Wakanda is. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you you would need to watch the war again to see, like, who's siding with who. Like, why? I thought Steve Rogers and Tony Stark were buddy-buddy. Why is now Scarlett Johansson, or Black Widow, with Steve Rogers instead of, like, the Hulk or some bullshit like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's to, to some credit to MCU is that mm-hmm. the fact that this thing hasn't, like, collapsed in on itself yeah. for yeah. this long, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaac and I were talking about this early on when they did the Hulk, which was the second movie in the thing. And they had uh, Edward Norton <laughs> retire. And they're like, oh my god, we've lost our main actor already, right? Uh-huh. You could say it's kind of the same thing with like Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Yeah. 
I think they're great castings for those two characters, but they've mismanaged the franchise yeah. so much that like now like the fact that DC couldn't pull this off shows yeah. you how hard it may be for like other franchise. Yeah. Maybe it is easier. Maybe just DC is just wildly incompetent at mm-hmm. playing anything, which I think is the truth. Yeah, for sure. Warner Brothers is like a fucking mess. Yeah. Where Disney is like kind of formulaic in a way that yeah they've gotten it down to the point of just like X plus Y equals Z and that's Mm -hmm. what they've gotten it down to. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like it's to some credit, this thing hasn't imploded yet. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't I don't think it's not all that great, but it's still there. To see what happens after Endgame and what they do. Oh yeah, and I'm still begrudgingly going to all the movies like Captain Marvel. I didn't make the screening for it. Yeah, that sucks so much. So now I got to go see it, and I end up just like. Buying a ticket and going to see it because I know it's like three fucking. It's gonna matter, right? Yeah, because they exactly. call her at the end of the movie. Yeah. So I mean, like you can't watch these films anymore. And that's like you could say it's money grab. Money, too. yeah. Like, like they've got know, this money cash. You want to understand what's happening? Game. You gotta yeah. get to see Captain Marvel or Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. So. But I think you do have to say it's impressive how they've cultivated this whole universe. Yeah, it's like a it's a new zeitgeist. It's so it's interesting too because like. I don't want to compare them to DC, but I'm going to anyway. But, like, DC, they're, like, when they decided to do DCEU, like, Superman and Batman were, like, doing pretty well with, like, movies in general. Like, they, yeah. but, like, someone like Iron Man, like, yeah, Iron Man is, like, a, was, like, a total nobody in, like, the film industry. All these yeah. characters, you like, it is shocking. Yeah. How, like, you let Iron, Iron Man, Man Captain Thor, and, like, Captain America... Like, if you see, like, original, like, maybe not original, I haven't seen it, but Iron Man, these are, like, hokey characters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, okay, well, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, like, Those are the like trifecta staples. staples. Yeah. You show someone a Superman logo, they're going to recognize yeah. it. If you showed, like, the Iron Man circle. Like, back then. Circle, like, circa 2007, mm-hmm. 2008. No one would be like, what is that? Is that, like, yeah. a glowing orb? <laughs> like, the Guardians, like, the movie. The Guardians basically, of the Galaxy, like, what yeah, the fuck? launched it. Like, yeah. before, like, they came in the comics a little bit, but pretty much non-existent. Like, Rocket Raccoon, he only appeared in, like, ten comics in the first 30 yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. And so then like how that is launched it basically? Yeah, yeah. It's like amazing that like DC has so many properties mm-hmm. that are like mm-hmm. more recognizable like ten years ago mm-hmm. that like now Marvel just like made every one of these characters mainstay. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. super impressive. Like everyone What's the next one? Like the Eternals, there's rumors that like Oh, Angelina yeah. Jolie and Camille Nanjiani are going to be like this Eternals franchise. Yeah. What, what the, the hell, hell is the Eternals? Yeah. No one knows what it is, but yeah. five years from now, I know what it is and I'm going to be able to tell you who's in. It's interesting too because like Marvel totally fucked up their like staple ones. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like Spider Man Spider- selling off movie rights and stuff. Yeah. And they got Spider Man. Yeah. And they got X Men. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Four. Those are like really the well known Marvel ones. You guys be- yeah, you're going to get those back. Oh, sure. yeah. You're going to see that in the next slate, for sure. Fantastic Four is a maybe, but X-Men, for sure. They have that new fucking... I will say, though, Phoenix I have a hard time imagining anyone else as Wolverine besides Hugh Jackman. They, pro- they, they probably they, do, they may be wise to shelve it yeah. and bring it back later. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a while. If you go like DC and it's like, here's the Joker, Jared yeah. Leto, he may get some backlash. 
Yeah. But then again, you got That's Spider-Man. Right. You got to put turn around on Spider-Man. Yeah, for sure. So I can't say anything for certain in this, Spider-Man in this universe is just too, anymore. Spider-Man and Joker are two characters, I feel like, that are, like, easy to redo, if anything. Because there's such a... Like, everyone relates to Spider-Man. And then yeah. everyone wants to see a Joker a la Heath Ledger again. Or yeah. a lot of people want to, at least. So those two characters, I feel like, are easy to kind of reboot. But it's just so fascinating how DC has just crumbled with, like, the super popular characters. And Marvel built their franchise on, like, and, the throwaways. And now DC's going for, like, smaller characters. Yeah. They're going with, like, Shazam. Shazam, like... Over, like, a Green Lantern or, like, a Flash movie mm-hmm. prior. Or, like, a de- even a dedicated Batman film within mm-hmm. that universe. They're going, yeah. like, we're doing a Shazam first. Yeah. I think it oh, says like lower Birds of Prey. Birds uh, of Prey as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they did like an Aquaman solo movie, mm-hmm. which you could say is like a, a byproduct of Justice League, but yeah. also Aquaman hokey ass character. Mm-hmm. Does it set lower expectations because no one knows who they are? Probably. Like I no one's going to read a fucking Shazam comic yeah. and then, well, I think it gives them did, more but... room to develop the character their own way. Because no yeah. one has any expectations yeah. of it, what that should look yeah. like. It probably provides more creative freedom because if no one's reading the comics, no one knows what to expect. Yeah. Um, let's, do you want to talk about specific scenes? I feel like for listeners at home, they just hear us ranting okay. about at My, large. Okay, I don't want to rant about this scene, but this scene bothered me so much where they almost get the gauntlet <laughs> of Thanos' oh, yeah. arm. I was literally yelling in my room like, why the fuck? He ruins it for everyone. Oh, like, he Peter literally Quill, killed the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, he literally killed it because... His not his like masculinity took over or bullshit like that. Like he was just so angry that his girlfriend died. Like counter argument, Doctor Strange wasn't doing anything in that scene, so maybe he just didn't interfere. No, you see Peter Parker (laughs) literally almost slip. It's like right here. You see like his fingers curl and he's like yanking back. Yeah, his the gauntlet is on his fingertips. They almost got it. It's like a Poe Dameron kind of situation. Like Poe Dameron literally kills. Hundreds of rebellion <laughs> troops by his own mutiny because he then, didn't like, want to communicate. <laughs> and then, like, we'll see how people react to Peter Quill. I'm pretty, I'm sure Peter Quill will have some like guilt remorse because he's like, did we just lose? Yeah. I don't think he understood. Like, again, yeah. I don't think he understood how serious the situation yeah. was. Um, you'll see something like Poe Dameron where he's like, no one cares that he his actions literally caused the deaths Death, of yeah. hundreds of people and got a lot of, like, ruined a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. End of the movie. He's the leader. Go follow him. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see if, you know, there's some... Peter Quill gets a little... If he gets, like, he's... I'm sure Peter Quill is going to feel some guilt. Yeah. Yeah. If so, that might be the new from Guardians 3. Yeah. I, I feel bad that I wiped out half of the universe. <laughs> Um, they all come back. It's okay. Isaac, do you have any scenes you want to talk about? Oh, any scenes. I was impressed with the battle scene in Wakanda. That, like, mm-hmm. took a lot of uh, choreography, especially when I was looking, like, at what the directors were doing, like, after the movie. Like, they had to build their own river um, for that scene in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. 
I thought that was impressive. Um, what what are those creatures? Because they're different oh, than yeah. the riders. Of, yeah. They're like because uh, they're different than like the Thanos army yeah. from the first yeah, movie the of Avengers. They're like genetically modified warriors. Like he created them. Like they're not their own species. I, I just guess. didn't get the. They were like. I don't understand so wait, how is, they were so created. Wait, 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 wait. The Avengers, Thanos is the same species as those small the villains things? in. No, no, like they're their own separate thing. Because he's on what? Ad, was it Atmos? Adam? Uh, uh, what, what? What's what, this wait. home planet? Oh, Titan. Titan. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, yeah. he's the same species as like when he uses the Reality Stone and he's. He's like, all of those people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. But then, how does he get the people? Like those creatures. Those creatures. <laughs> the creatures? From like Avengers One with like um, the giant, I guess the Leviathan yeah. squid. Those are also kind of. create like he creates all those on his own. I with guess. the power stone. <laughs> not with the power. I think he Greg just, like, is like not impressed. Science. <laughs> Movie magic. Okay. <laughs> they just needed to fight some weird looking aliens. <laughs> yeah, that's my one of my biggest gripes with uh, the first Avengers is like these villains are just <laughs> Loki calls these generic looking things that have like these speeder bike things. <laughs> it was, oh, it was so bad. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't know what these I didn't these get them were. either. I didn't know what he was. The, the one line they said is they're like, they're killing themselves. Yeah. So I assume like he had enslaved this, and like brainwashed, brainwashed and enslaved them, this so thing. Like, they just I think they're, like, they're kind of like zombies. Like they yeah. just follow yeah. orders. Yeah. So that was, I, that was my <laughs> Yeah, not, me too. What do you guys think of uh, they killed off the, the, the legion that Thanos has? Black Order? Oh, like yeah, all Black his Order. People. I thought those, I thought those were kind of cool things, and they just then they killed them all. Killed them all. <laughs> Ebony Maw, who's like Squidward, he's coming back in Endgame. You think so? Some well, he's like oh, because he's, he's frozen. frozen, so he's gonna come. Yeah, back. but like Thor, like floated in space, so I was a little disappointed good. with uh, Corvus Glaive. He's that guy um, Captain America fights at the end, like in the, the bigger one. No, not the big one. The one that like Vision oh, the hood. Uh, the hood, yeah. yeah. Um, I actually felt like they could have done more with that. Well, that's why I thought they were kind of cool because they're, yeah, they they're like, like the cool most sinister powers. aspects. That's yeah. one of the best parts about the first 10 minutes is that they have this sinister group of people that just do bad things. Yeah, and they enjoy it. They're not Which is, you, could, you could say it goes back to that thing of the villains, mm-hmm. but I think they have cool character designs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's some potential here. Yeah. Here. And I'm sad they killed them off. So it would have been that, funny if some of them faded away. <laughs> Or different, fades away. And it differentiates between, like, Mark Strong's character, who's yeah. just, like, a human who's doing bad things, or something like... What Vulture. is it? What's the the villain in... I think it's Captain America 2, where it's, like, the computer. The guy is, Arnim like... Arnim Zola? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, the villain. He's got, like, the bald head and the, the turtle glasses. I yeah, think. that's Arnim Zola. Yeah. He's from the first movie, the one with the scientists. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. That killed Bucky on the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I thought you could have done more of that. What's a scene I thought would have been good? I'm trying to think. I kind of already said it. It's like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I kind of like the Peter Dinklage scene where they get the star. So back working. Yeah. How's he not dead? How's yeah. he not dead? <laughs> True. The he literally force of a, of a star just like or, hit him. <laughs> he was dying until he got his new hammer. Mm-hmm. And it <laughs> healed him. That's what I was saying. Early, did I mention this earlier in the podcast? Thor is like the only one with like yeah. superpowers. Yeah. He's the only one out here. We didn't talk about this in the podcast. This is before we recorded it, right? 
No, you talked about it a little bit in the beginning, right? I can't remember. I don't think you did. Oh. I think it was before we cried podcast. Yeah. Thor is like the only one that was like born with extreme superpowers. Yeah. Everyone else is like, like man super made. strong or yeah. can like like they show like Steve Rogers jumping like yeah he's just really feet. fast but he is like that super the super soldier, super soldier yeah. serum or whatever it's called super iron man only has serum. that like his suit yeah. hulk is like strong but if he like, wants to be <laughs> everyone's just, like the, the the core power is like strong yeah. or like fast like well endowed with yeah. combat or smart smart is a power in this whereas something like the dc people are just like they like to call them gods because Mm -hmm. they literally literally have extreme powers yeah like wonder woman is literally a god right yeah (laughs) Yeah. same with shazam he's like isn't he like he's He's a god like the god gave him a power so I I do agree with you. You were saying earlier about how you wish there was that whole roundabout scene with all of them gathering together. But we're gonna get. We're it. gonna we're totally gonna get, get it. If we it's don't not a get roundabout, it, we or it's like a giant long like panning of to the right horizontally or we get with like them a, like lined up. We get one then, and then we get like one closing shot. What do you mm-hmm. think? <gasps> what's the closing? What's the final shot of Endgame? Oh. Do you think it's everyone lined up in like kind of like? I think it's the mosaic, new Avengers. Kind of, not mosaic, like, like a picturesque. What if it's a funeral or something with one of the dead Avengers? Nah, they gotta be like happen. they gotta be like a positive yeah. note. It's gonna be that. like the positive money shot. So I'm thinking it might be like just the new Avengers and then like the old Avengers like looking. Yeah, and awkward. there'll be hints to like the new characters. Yeah, like. I'm wondering. Like I read the, so it's supposed to be three hours long. Oh yeah. <laughs> the credits don't start until like. Two hours and forty nine minutes. That seems like a really long time for credits. Well, we gotta it? gotta thank everyone. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm imagining there's like all hands on deck for this movie. Yeah, for sure. So then we have to stay longer because <laughs> of credit scenes. An extra yeah. Time. I had to like, um, someone had picked up, my girlfriend had picked up food for me, and uh-huh. I was like, no, I gotta. I'm at the credits right now. I was like, oh, come outside. I'm like, no, I gotta save the end for Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> There's something at the end. Yeah. What was at the end of Captain Marvel again? Uh, throws up the, the cat cube. Throws oh up the yeah. Cube. Yeah. There was two, right? He throws up the cube, and then the other one was. She came. It's the scene from Endgame. Yeah, from Endgame. Yes. Spoilers. Oh no. Yeah, spoilers. Self spoilers. Though so. we already talked about context, you should be watching. But they don't know if we spoiled. They don't know if we would have spoiled uh, Captain Marvel. Fuck. Whoops. <laughs> Whatever. It's not know. super spoiled. It's in the trailer. Yeah, and the clip they. I'm pretty sure the clip they released is of. From the movie. Yeah. Spoiler, Captain Marvel shows up in Endgame. What? So, I don't even think you need to watch Captain Marvel. I mean, only if you want to see her. get some background story on her for before Endgame. Mm, I mean, we figured out how he lost his eye. Oh, yeah. yeah. From a fucking cat. Oh, spoiler again. <laughs> We've already said, so you get, you're good. <laughs> I wish the cat comes back in later movies. Like, I know because... Captain Marvel came later. You wouldn't see the cat, but I mean the cat could be alive in like Iron Man, you know. It's true. 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 Uh, any other points you guys want to talk about? I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Final thoughts on the film? <sighs> no. It, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. Final thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, uh. The beginning yeah. of the culmination of the cinematic universe. Yeah, we're yeah. halfway through. Give me a six-hour cut. Um, <laughs> it's like the same. I'm a broken record. Yeah. Just jokes, stakes, tension, uh, 
respect for the fact that it's an overarching universe that hasn't impaled it or mm-hmm. even collapsed yeah, itself. So and that's I guess, my take. I mean, I'm not super excited for Endgame, but like I'm gonna go see it. Like talking about it is good because now it's like refreshing everything. So I'm not like totally stupid when I'm like watching Endgame. I'm like, oh yeah, that totally happened. But yeah, pretty neutral on this film. It's just impressive that they were able to condense everything into one part. I mean, it's co- It's like, it's not, it's not, it's not odd, like it's totally incomprehensible. Yeah. Which it's is pretty amazing. nice, yeah. How about you, Isaac? Yeah, I mean, I think it's amazing the universe has lasted this long. I mean, we already know about a bunch of other movie universes that haven't panned out, mm-hmm. like that monster universe. <laughs> the, the dark, dark world. Universe. Dark, dark yeah. universe. Yeah. Uh, it was repeated twice. Oh, God. That's One was so like, oh, we're going to do Dracula Untold first, and then we're going to do, nope, scrap it. The uh, Mummy. And we're doing The Mummy. And that was bad. No. And they showed the, the, the they got the cast photo. They had Javier Bardem, Javier Bardem, I can say it's speak words. <laughs> they had him for the Frankenstein. They had Penelope oh Cruz God. for Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Oh, I think cool. maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember. And then they had Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man, which would have been like, just, Ugh, I'm sure yeah. would have been just not great. Okay, Javier brought down. Just look up Dark Universe photo. Oh, okay. Dark, Dark Universe cast photo. Cast. It's like them sitting on a back, like a gray back. Uh, yep, there it is. Is that Penelope Cruz? No, that's that's what's her face from Atomic Blonde and is it this Hotel one? Artemis and that's. Oh, it's Sophia Batella, that's her name. Uh, and then, oh yeah, Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde is uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> I thought they announced Penelope, they thought they announced someone with Bride Frankenstein, but I guess I'm wrong. Bride Frankenstein. Oh, doesn't say. Whatever. Whatever. It's canned, right? It's gone. <laughs> I. Anyways, Infinity War, I think it's a great movie. Finally get to see all these characters together. Um, can't wait to see what they do with Endgame. See how they wrap up some storylines. You know, start something new as well. With less mainstream characters. But Yeah. It'll just be interesting to see what happens after it. Yeah. You guys can listen to uh, that podcast when it comes out a week from now or two weeks. Two, we don't know what the scheduling know, yeah. is. But it should be relatively soon like after the release of Endgame. Yes. We release a podcast every Monday at 8 a.m. on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. You can find us on Facebook at Film Club, or UW Film Club. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Club yeah. UW. UW Madison Film Club. Give us that Twitter handle. <laughs> uh, please like, fame it. Please like, favorite, comment, and subscribe. The fa- the rating on iTunes is the one that matters, mm-hmm. folks. Please do that. Uh, we've got Amazon Smile. Blue we've got Apron. Blue Apron. We got Hello, Hello Fresh. We have Casper Mattresses. Hymns. <laughs> uh, we've got Movement. Movement, movement. Watches. Me Undies. Matt Me Weldon. Undies. Yeah. 
There was like there used to be like the snack one. I forgot what it was called. Where they like give you something snack box. Oh, right? snack box. Is that what it's called? I think so. Bark box. Oh, there's also bark box. Yeah, if you have box. a dog out there. We got box. all. Of them. Yeah, we got all the boxes. <laughs> but thank you, Isaac, for coming on. Yeah, it was you great know. to be here again. It's great to have someone who loves likes Marvel. Movies. So it, it's like, not just me a it's not just down. a complete rant of me going off and being a crazy person. Uh, thank you, Cynthia, for you know co-hosting. And, uh, you know, thank you, Greg, for you know. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg, for just existing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening, and uh, see you next time. <laughs>